I'm the Black Country Vlogger and I'm a bloody idiot. Yeah, I'm yeah. Hello, my name's Matt and welcome to the Black Country Vlogger Podcast. I want to start off by thanking everybody who's been listening to my previous episodes and to those who have also listened to the current bonus Christmas episode where I brutally reviewed Home Sweet Home Alone. Now, as I've already said to quite a few people, if you want to watch it, go and watch it. Um, I was just deeply disappointed with it, um, but then again... I probably was just looking for things that was wrong with it, and there was actually quite a lot of things wrong with it, but um, that's not why we're here today. Today we're going to talk about da, 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 the downtown container park. Quite a few months ago, uh, Jane and myself went to London, had a look around like every tourist does, and we ended up in Camden Town. Now, this is a place I really like because the buildings around there are really unique. And the art on the buildings remind me a lot of downtown and the art district. So just walking around, seeing the sides, taking photographs. Uh, yeah, really, really like that area. Um, but on this visit, we actually noticed that there's another similarity downtown Vegas that I'd never noticed before. And I'll be honest, I'm not, oh well, at the time I wasn't too sure how new this thing was. And basically, it's like the container park, but in London. No, it's not really a park and it was a lot tinier than the one in Vegas but um, the area itself looked really impressive and kind of annoyed at myself that we didn't actually bother to go in and have a look around but we got so many things planned for that day we just couldn't really fit it in but I thought when I get back home I'm going to find out exactly what this like mini container park in London is and um, make a plan to visit there another time. Now it, ended, well, it ends up that this place is called uh, Book Street Market and the container market itself was opened in July 2020. So it consists of a garden rooftop bar uh, with a range of places to eat and drink. Now with hindsight we really should have looked around and done a bit of filming in this area and I really did miss the opportunity to do that so I do feel a bit stupid about that. But as I said, it's something that we can fit into our next trip to London, whenever that may be. Moving on from London's little own container park, we'll now move on to what I actually wanted to talk about. And that is the downtown Vegas container park. Now located on 707 East Fremont Street. Uh, you walk down Fremont Street, East Fremont Street, sorry, past El Cortez. And you keep walking down until you're met with a giant 55 foot praying mantis also as well it says really clearly downtown container park on the entrance but um, if you've got time to sit outside and chill then you can wait for the mantis to do his thing and um, his thing is music's playing it's different music at different times I don't know if there's a pattern or anything like that but to the music this giant monstrosity um, is moving up and down moving his head but um, it's antennae um, they flame, just like little flames coming out of them um, to the beat of the tune and um, it's really a, a spectacle to behold we, we love just sitting there and just uh, listening and watching it and you can see it from quite a distance as well as you're walking up towards it 
So um, even before you get into the container park, you've got uh, this giant praying mantis there. But you've also got this large metal heart-shaped structure. And it's supposed to be like, I think they do it in Paris, I can't really, I don't really know. But they have these bridges. Oh, on the bridges you can put padlocks. And these padlocks like denote your love for one another. So you put them on there and they stay there forever, apparently. So they've got one of these uh, right outside the downtown container park. So it's a metal shape and um, you can shove a padlock on there with your initials or names. And that will like, demonstrate your unbreakable love for each other. So obviously that's something me and Jane haven't bothered to do. <laughs> so um, in the daytime, the container park is open to everybody um, of all ages. But after nine o'clock, it's over 21s only and they really do check ID. The, um, the retail shops and the restaurants and bars are actually all repurposed shipping containers. And I did a bit of research about this. So this idea was conceived by Tony Hasai as part of the downtown revitalisation project. It opened in December 2013 where there was 43 shopping, shopping containers, shipping containers and 34 tenants. Now major chains were avoided because they wanted a more unique um, feel and look to it and they wanted to support startup businesses so they were the main tenants really and I do think this is one of the biggest draws of the place because you don't get all the big conglomerates or whatever you want to call them you just get a lot of independent individual and unique shops all around the downtown container park and that really is one of its main selling points there's um there's so many places in the actual container park itself to to sit to chill to eat and drink quite a few shops around as well um, and the local businesses that are there for me it's far more preferential because I like trying new things I like looking for the unique or the different and that's exactly what you'll find at the container park as well as the shops and the eateries and drinkeries um, there's also um, a massive play area um, it's suitable for kids but adults can also play there as well compromises of a tree house with a three story high slide and there's a light out tapping game um, I think that's called Neo's Play World and how do I explain this you can actually see it on one of my um, vlogs you can see me trying to play this um, lights out game and depending on what setting you put it on you've got all of these little structures dotted around near you and they light up and you have to hit them before they go off so it's like a timing uh, stamina kind of game. It's, it's a lot of fun. really, really is. Even for someone who's got no um, dexterity or... Well, it's pretty crap at anything that involves any physical exertion. Also, you'll find... Um, you can actually see what I'm about to talk about right next to the Prey Mantis. But it's actually inside the container park and not outside the container park. And that is a large white dome. Now, it used to be used for private events only. But it now operates the 360-degree theatre that shows short movies and videos of numerous like concerts and educational um, things as well, like and 360 shows of dinosaurs and the land that Ty forgot and all that kind of stuff. We've never actually been in there. We kind of pop our head in, go, hmm, that's all right, and then walk off. I think really we should make an effort to um, actually see exactly what it's like in there. 
so I can give like a true honest uh, opinion on it so it's totally immersive it's in super mega HD you know, 4k and um, it lets you travel through time well it doesn't actually but it should do at the rear of the park you've got an outdoor stage and around the area itself you've got a giant what I'd call like a picnic area um, where there's this, this thing you can sit on as well you can just sit on the floor and you can have a nice meal with your loved one or your family and um, just take in the sights and people watch or if, there's a, if there is actually anything on stage you can go and listen to that although the one time we went it was uh, karaoke night god that was bloody awful um, I know you shouldn't be horrible to people but like no one could sing you could hear them all the way around the container park and you're just thinking, they are fair play for you throwing the balls and getting up there. But uh, yeah, you, you sound bloody awful. You really, really do. Um, so apart from things like the karaoke, they also host live free music most of the nights. Um, the events are held there, uh, advertised on their website as well. I think there's like an itinerary, so you get a good idea of what's going to be there in advance. So you can plan your uh, trip to your liking, really. Um, yeah, so that's basically downtown Container Park in a nutshell. Over time, though, I think some of the vendors here have changed, um, which, to be honest, is a natural progression, is it really, for any area. Uh, when we went there the first time, there was this really brilliant um, toy shop that does um, that collected toys as well, lots of stuff from Japan. Um, and I really like that kind of thing. But sadly, that's now gone, and it's been replaced with a flipping $5 store, which was is all right if you want to get some cheap souvenirs. But I was really disappointed that this really impressive-looking Tokyo toy shop is now a bog-standard $5 shop. And I just hope that's not the side of things to come, where, like where I live in West Bromwich, you used to have loads of shops like Marks and Spencers and uh, Littlewoods and all that kind of thing. And now it's just like Poundland City. This is a shame, really. Really, really is. Um, so, yeah, I hope that's not the way that downtown's going to end up being. I just hope it really retains its uniqueness and doesn't get full of like cheap, crappy, souvenir style stores or anything like that. So, um,. I'm going to try and remember and go into the things that are actually there now. And now I've said now, you're probably looking, it's probably flipping change. But here we go. So there's a place called Bean 702. Now we've eaten here and like many places in the container park, it's got outdoor seating and it's just great to sit out there, have a drink, something to eat, chat and people watch. You can't beat people watching in Vegas, honestly, she's brilliant. And now, because our trips are a lot more relaxed, we do a lot more people watching than we ever did. So there's good food, um, the service is great, and the atmosphere of that whole area is a place that you really, really definitely want to visit. Now, it serves up craft beers, wine, sandwiches, meats and cheeses. Um, it's a really good place to just go there for a light snack. There's nothing big and heavy there. I forgot what you call it now, but you don't have like your meats and your cheeses and all that kind of stuff. It's like very Mediterranean. It's uh, it's nice. We really like it there. Um, also, as well, there's a place called Downtown Terrace. Now, I don't think this place was here when we visited, but it does look really nice. 
The menu itself appears to specialise in fresh seasonal food and it has the added bonus of unlimited uh, Bloody Marys and mimosas. Like bin 702, the menu itself isn't massive, but what looks well, but what is on the menu itself does look quite good. Um, and it also seems that people do still eat avocado toast. Um, still a thing, apparently. Place called uh, Good Carver. They sell carver drinks. I don't actually know what carver is, so I did have to Google this. And here we go. So, carver is a drink made from the carver root that has been used for years, mainly with the Polynesian culture for relaxation, anxiety, and stress relief. Good Carver has taken this amazing supplement and introduced it to popular mocktails in the place of alcohol for a very euphoric, calm alternative to alcohol. Doesn't tell me what it actually tastes like. But uh, you know what? I might give it a try next time. Can't be any worse than bubble tea. I'm really not a big fan of bubble tea. Um, the Those weird little balls. Soy balls, I think they're called. Well, they're made of soy. Oh, I just can't be doing with them. We had some in... Um, I think it was New York, went into Chinatown, that area. I thought that's the best place to have bubble tea. I didn't realise how chewy these little balls were. Now, luckily, I can swallow really big tablets. So, I was instead of chewing this bubble tea, I was just swallowing them in one. Really, really was. Uh, you really wanted to know that. But I thought I'd, uh, thought I'd overshare. Other places I've got there. Um, they've got the Las Vegas kettle corn, uh, popcorn to us uh, in the UK. There's lots of different flavours of popcorn. Not much else I can say about it, really. Um, gourmet popcorn itself just seems to be a big thing now. When you go to the supermarkets, there's always gourmet popcorn of um, weird and wonderful uh, flavours. Um, if you go downtown Orlando, um, they've got a, well, it's not a massive shop, but the range of flavoured popcorns are massive. I think it um, advertises over 100 different flavours. We've been there a few times, it's quite nice. But I'm not talking about Orlando today. I can't go for any more tangents. Um, oh, here we go. So yeah, uh, number one, Bobber. So uh, there's milk tea, flavoured tea, fruit slushies and dragon fruit teas. Ah, see. The tapioca bubbles, not soy bubbles. What do I know? I still don't like them. Um, it's had some really good reviews. Uh, these Bobber tea, bubble tea places just seem really, really popular with a lot of people. As I've said, I'm not a fan. I'll try anything once. I ain't going to try that again. Um, the flavour of the drink itself is okay, but I can't be dealing with the tapioca bubbles that aren't soy. you think I'd do more research before podcasting, wouldn't you? Then again, I don't do much research for anything beforehand. Right, what else have we got? By the way, I've written a list. You've probably gathered that I've written a list. So I've got the names of these places. And I'm just telling you what I think of them. Oak and Ivy. Now, this is an American craft whiskey cocktail bar, which I really wish was there when we'd gone. Because uh, it's got the words American craft whiskey and cocktail in there. So uh, do you know what? You can't lose with this one. Um, they, seem, they also seem to do craft beers, ciders and wines. So... Do you know if it was up to me, I'd, I'd flap me flap me arms and fly over there just now just to try that place. Because, uh, as I say, um, in the black country, it sounds absolutely busting. Uh, back with the food, they've got a place called Pinchy's Tacos. Um, Jane will be on boat for going here. So while I bugger off to Oak and Ivy, she can go and eat, uh, fill her face full of some tacos. 
Um, it's a family-owned chain of restaurants. They use natural ingredients, which I'd like to think most places do. They've got homemade tortillas. And again, it's a place that has really positive reviews, but sadly, when we were there last time, it wasn't there for us to try. Uh, Pizza Zaza, that's another new place. Um, it does make you wonder what the turnaround uh, is on these places nowadays. I can only imagine that COVID's really had um, one hell of an impact on that area. That's uh, a shame to see a lot of places closed down. I think the vegan restaurants closed down there now. Because I was always reckon, uh, recommending it to my brother. Oh, even though it's vegetarian, obviously vegetarian, vegan, I know they're different. But uh, I was always like going, yeah, go there, John. Vegan place, that'd be really nice for you. I think it's flipping closed down now. So yeah, Peter's Arthur, um sells pizza. Whether it's as good as pizza, I ain't got a clove. So I'm going to have to go and try it, you know. The things I do for you a lot. Um, sugar snap candy and gifts. Well, the candy and gifts. Advertise itself as selling vintage candy. Um, there's probably a lot of stuff there which I've probably never heard of. And I'd like to try. And then I'll put it on the video. And then not like most of it. The positive thing is if I get the candy in America, it doesn't cost 10 times as much than if I try and get it in this country. Because they really do rip us off over here. It's like, here, I have a Twinkie, only six quid. It's like, you're joking, I mean. But no, seriously, like a box of Twinkies is six quid minimum. I know you've got to ship it over, but seriously. Uh, right, more food. Uh, we've got Waffalato. We have seen this. I, every time we walk past it, um, I'm quite tempted to try it. But it looks really, really messy. Seems to be, it's an ice cream place. It also sells gelato. You can have it in a pot or a cup. But the whole point of this place is um, you can have the ice cream in a giant waffle cone, which they make there on site. There's loads of flavours, as you expect. Uh, so even the fussiest of people are going to find something that they like. And um, the waffle cone itself looks quite nice and soft. But I do wonder if it's going to become really, really messy. Not that that's a problem, but uh, just a warning for you. Um, places that have gone... Includes Shafini's Hot Dog. Now, we really like that place. Um, yeah, they really nice. Good value for money. Gourmet hot dogs. Um, loved them. Really, really loved them. Another place that we really liked was Big Earn's Barbecue. Um, it had barbecue brisket, ribs, pulled pork. There was outdoor seating and decent beers. I think that's gone, which is a shame. We really, really like that place. As I've said, the vegan restaurant, that was called Simply Pure. Uh, that's gone. That's totally gone, which is a shame. Uh, but as you can see, there really is quite a nice selection and range of places to eat and drink. Uh, the container park itself is a really relaxed setting away from the hustle and the bustle of Fremont and the Streep. And the Streep. And the Strip. And personally, I'd say it's more of a lunchtime place for eats and drinks. In the evening, it's probably going to be more for drinking. Um, I think the types of food that they serve there, it's definitely a lunch type, smallish portions, have a bit of a snack. So, uh, yeah, just go there in the day, try that. Uh, night time, go there, have a couple of drinks, listen to the music and the entertainment, cross your fingers so it's not karaoke night. And, uh, yeah, go and visit Container Park at any time of the day. You're not going to be uh, disappointed. For those people who don't want anything to eat and drink, um, I'll ask you why. Why? Why don't you want to eat and drink? Everyone needs to eat and drink. Uh, but yeah, anyone who doesn't want to eat and drink at the container park, there are other places that you can go and have a look around. 
there's um, it was called Capitoys. Do you know the place that I said that was really good, selling all the um, eclectic range of Japanese toys and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's called Capitoys. That's closed, but it's also relocated to the fashion show mall. So it really has moved location. It really, really has. But I suppose it was quite expensive, so it's well suited to being in the fashion show more. But I definitely recommend still giving it a visit if you like a combination of retro nostalgic games along with new and often imported games and toys. Now I'm not going to go into every single shop in the container park because you're going to be bored and uh, I'm going to be bored. So uh, you've got the art box that's got handcrafted jewellery, clothes and home decor. So you're not going to find stuff like that anywhere else. It is all going to be pretty unique. For, so for those people who like one-of-a-kind jewellery or decor or anything like that, um, I'd definitely give that a look. Um, you've got the $5 store, which I've already mentioned. That took over from where Capitoys was. Um, it's good for cheap and cheerful um, souvenirs or um, you know, gifts for people to take back home with you if you want. Uh, if you like collecting pins, like pin badges, which I do, um, there's no shop there called the House of a Thousand Pins. Jane probably won't let me go in there because I'll probably buy so many. I can just call this house a House of a Thousand and One Pins because, believe me, I have got a shitload. Um, another shop of interest for me and probably some of you as well is the Magic Shop. Um, it's really fun to go in, have a look around all the magic uh, paraphernalia. But in all honesty, you probably won't buy any of it, which is a shame, really, because it's not really good for a business that has some really good stuff on show, but no one purchases it. I'm sure people do, but uh, yeah, it's just good to browse in there. Um, there's a shop called The Gaming Goat. Now, I hope that's still there. Uh, it was last time I looked. It is great if you're a tabletop gamer or anyone who likes board and card games. I'd look around and I was really spoiled for choice. I'm doing a bit of googling while I'm talking and I've just found out that Gaming Goat has relocated. Brilliant. It's actually at Town Square. That's a place I've never been to. Really should go there. Have a look around, especially now Gaming Goat's bloody moved. Um it was actually it was on the third floor of the container park. And I do know that in the past vendors based on the third floor have complained that they do get overlooked because if the lift isn't working then it's rare for anyone to bother to go up the stairs. So they don't get much uh, footfall through that area. So they're always at risk of uh, well, not selling much. So the business really well goes down. Then they have to relocate to flipping Town Square. Um, there's also complaints from the businesses that they weren't being promoted enough. And to be honest, I, I, can, I can see that. Um, when we first visited, well, our first two visits... We knew about all the stuff on the ground in the first floor, but um, on the second floor. We didn't even know there was a third floor. It wasn't until the third visit to Container Park that we bothered to do a little bit more um, exploring and found the third floor. So, yeah, you really need to uh, promote the third floor more. If you really want cigars, there's a cigar shop. If you want different types of jerky, yep, there's a shop for that. And if you really want a tattoo, there's also a tattoo studio there. There's also a fitness studio. If you want to go there, then have a serious look at yourself. As I've said, we, we really like the container park. We'll always find time to go there. Uh, either for something to eat and drink, quick browse around the shops, or just to sit and chill. 
We've never been um, at the container park during an event, so it's always been relatively quiet, if you ignore karaoke night. Um, and it's been pretty chilled. We go to Vegas during the quieter times of the year anyway, so that could be another reason why the container park itself is pretty quiet and chill, but that's what I like. Um, the whole area itself is really spacious. It's located away from Fremont Street Experience, and it's on the way to the Atomic Liquors. So do what we do, have a walk down, get to the container park, have a look around, uh, have some to eat, have some to drink, but then after that, go out, turn right, carry on walking down Fremont East, and go to Atomic Litters, uh, Litters, ah oh, dear me. go to Atomic Liquors, um, you'd be crazy not to go in there, I, I love that place, um, they've got a lot of outdoor drinking, eating with uh, heated lamps when it gets colder, when it's not cold, it's well, you don't need the lamps. The place itself is quite dark, and I like dark. It's quiet. Music sign, but it's quiet. It sells loads of uh, craft beers, which I love. There's other drinks there as well. So yeah, go to the container park, and then go down and have a look at um, Atomic Liquors. But um, yeah, all I can say, really, is when it comes to container park, come for the praying mantis, and stay for the food, drink, and ambience. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my opinion on the downtown container park. Yeah, I'll keep saying it. It's a brilliant place. Go. Um, if you've got a family, go. If you haven't got a family, go. Daytime, nighttime. You're not going to be disappointed. You're really not. Uh, you'd be a fool not to go there. As for next week, what am I going to talk about? I'm actually going to plan to talk about two places we've not been to, but we do want to go to. And I'm going to combine the two places because it's a play on words. I'm going to do a bit of research and talk about Area 51. That's obviously where the aliens live. And I'm also going to have a look and research and talk about Area 15. That's not where aliens live. It's a relatively new, I think it's over a year old now, thanks to COVID, um, entertainment slash art complex. I've noticed a lot of questions on Facebook pages asking about Area 15. And I know it seems weird giving your opinion when you've never been there before. But um, if I have done a bit of research and learnt something, then I like to share my knowledge or lack of knowledge with people just so they get a, well, just so they get an answer to their question, really, without someone being arsy about it. Because if I'm going to be arsy, it's just going to be, be about uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Uh, so, yeah, I will shift about that film. Again, thank you everybody for listening to these podcasts. Thank you for everyone who's been watching my YouTube channel. Hope that you've been enjoying the recent videos of our visits to Tim Hortons, which at the moment is the best place in the world ever. I've also, actually the day this is going up, which is going to be Wednesday, there's going to be a YouTube video coming up as well. That of me taking mum and dad to Tim Hortons and getting their opinion on it. Um, I really appreciate if you watch that video and like and subscribe uh, just for mum and dad for pure comedy value. Uh, you can guarantee there's never going to be a dull moment with them too. <laughs> there really isn't. So um, on that note, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll be back next week. I'm probably I'm going to be dumping some YouTube videos on uh, YouTube and on Facebook as well just because... Um, don't know, I've just been in the mood for doing that kind of thing recently. And um, with the run up to Christmas as well, for some reason, I'm actually in quite a good mood, which isn't like me at all. 
So uh, let's ride with that. Let's ride with the enthusiasm, which I don't normally have. And um, I'm going to leave you with the saying that I always leave you with. Thank you very much, and Terrarivit. I have very much on, so I thought I'd go away. I called the travel agent to book an holiday. A lovely wench that said me, asked before I went away, there's been something as meaning to say. What to say? I said, am, yow, yam, yam. I said, oh, bye, bye, yam. Talking in an accent that y'all would not understand. But all the folks in the black country and the best in all the land. So now I hear you brumming, but I am, yam, or I am.